talking about Welcome to Hero Ball, the podcast exploring the multiverse of sports and entertainment. My name is Tom Jones, Darren Caldwell. Yo, what's up, Mr. Audio Sucks? In the hizzy. Carter Smith, checking his phone. Carter, say something to the oh, fans. Oh, what's up, guys? Hey. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Sorry. How's uh, that throat right now? Oh, throat's good, man. Throat's good. Golden? You're going to tell the people what I'm drinking because I don't know what it Golden, is. Golden, hot, but warm. It, yeah, it's warm. It's hot. All the way down into your belly. It's all the way down cider? to like in between. <laughs> yep, in between this is the some chest. This is some good old fashioned Utah cider. Mm, Absolutely yep. no alcohol. Uh, no, it's uh, we got some we got some Eagle Rare ten year bourbon going on right now. Mm-hmm. Courtesy of uh, me, courtesy of Tom, courtesy of Idaho. There you go. That's, <laughs> that's the chain. <laughs> that's and what works. is this over here? That I'm oh, that that's uh, uh, water. Clear, I believe that was oh. vodka in there or water. Water? Maybe some white dog? Water. Straight edge for life, homies. Straight edge. Okay. <laughs> um, how we doing, man? Doing good. Good, doing it's good. It's a uh, downpour, or it was. It's it was. Cleared up, yeah. Cleared up a little bit. Yeah, we've had a lot of storms coming in. Kinda it's like an archy archy out there. Archy archy. <laughs> no one the archy archy. <laughs> That's right. Uh, let's get into it. There was some stuff today on the text thread that you guys were... Uh, pretty fired up about. <laughs> I was kind of excited about yours because I absolutely, <laughs> Carter, because I absolutely agree with it. <laughs> and I thought the same thing. Yeah. I would say it was downright spicy. <laughs> <laughs> so let me set the stage. Set it. Was it last week you gave us a tidbit, a uh, life, life hack? Yeah, life changing will, tidbit. Of uh, going number two at work. Sans phone. Sans phone. No right. phone. No phone. I thought, I'm going to give that a, a shot. Yeah. So I go, I do my business. Quite pleasant. I'm like, man, when I get back to my desk, I'm going to text the guys and say that was a great experience. However, <laughs> my experience was tainted because the TP in my employments, the my place of employment, which I can't name here. Oh, it's terrible. Not the place you work, but... The, the, the toilet paper... Yeah. Was a smooth. Uh, how did I describe it? It's a. It's a is no it, texture. Is it single ply? It's a single ply. Smooth. Wait, how do you get smooth and single ply? To me, smooth is like five ply, because it's like thread count in a in a. No, sheet. like it's so cheap. It, it's so cheap, and there's no texture. Oh, there's just like no. There's no quilted factor it, to absorb exactly. the feces. No, exactly no, that, no. and pl- and so the frustration comes. It's like in. wiping your butt with silk. That's exactly it. Yeah. The frustration exactly. is that this does not clean my crack. No. Nope. This merely smears. Yeah. You need uh, a, you need a bidet, man. Smears. At that point, you do. What do I do? Hop up in the sink? And yeah. I, yes. I, I don't know. Hey, what are you supposed to do? Like wiping your upper thigh? <laughs> exactly. I. And so sometimes you just stroke all the way to is, my knee. Like there's the back no, of my knee. There is no Can you need like for this. Wrap that thing up, double it up, so that as you wipe it, it 
produces its own absorption. Make well, it a two ply. That's possible. Yeah, I like it. So here's the thing. Uh, How I, many you squares guys of this differ. single ply are you using? Not a square. Now that's a, that's a good question right there. How many so, squares do you go? So with? let me let me get in here. I usually use uh, between two and three squares. However, well, listen. I go, I go three four. Go three four. Okay. Dude, when Here's, I'm at work, I go like 10. This my, <laughs> that is my money. They got the pipes they can handle. It. <laughs> so I am a folder. I know some. Folder over call. here. Dude, folder I fold over here. Okay, good. Three folders. I've Whoa. heard methods. What? what? Which I uh, heartily disagree with. They don't do the work and they leave you open to danger. However, it, exactly, exactly. However, when you are faced with such a thin, smooth piece, you almost have no choice but to disregard everything i was brought up to know mm. and crinkle just so there's some sort oh, yeah. of uh yeah. pseudo texture right crinkleness uh quilt factor like you said to help the situation so yeah it really it really soured my experience which was otherwise pleasant have you seen any men in your office Bringing no. the <laughs> only women. The, that's 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 my work environment. I don't know about y'all's. Have you seen any men in your office bringing the wipes? I have not. No, I haven't. Because when I was myself. in an area with a whole bunch of men, all, all men actually, a couple of them brought wipes. Whoa! Now not baby wipes. Flushable wipes. Or, yeah, they're flushable okay. wipes. Not baby wipes because that's you don't market. You can't, yeah, you don't well, market. It's got like a baby that. smell, but you it's got like out, you know. Yeah. A, a black bag and the guy would keep it in his locker and he would have to go number two he'd get it out he'd grab it and walk in yeah I've never used them hand. because honestly I feel like I'm a little vain for that I feel like nah it's for babies I don't want to do that I, I'm gonna tell you man but I've never I, I did a little bit of that it. earlier this year uh huh Game changer. Okay, so your experience with what are they called? They're not wipes. They they give them like They're a just flushable prettier uh, like man name. It's not prettier man, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, but so you use masculine, those like uh, wetened uh, wipes, those oh, moistened. Oh, 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 <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> masculine napkins. Like, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> use a moist masculine napkin. Oh man! What was oh. that like? Game changer. So game and, and has changer. It, if it's game changer. Yeah. And did felt you, fresh. Did you skip back felt. to your desk afterwards? Oh, I didn't do it at work. I probably would have. Oh, do it okay. at home. I ain't bringing that to work. I ain't a good time. He's that. walking out of the bathroom. Because and going, could you feel dumb, right? I'm not, I'm not bringing a purse. I'm bringing my phone to the toilet. <laughs> True. Huh. If they make a phone case from one holds, game like, to another. Like eight of them, ten of them, <laughs> like a day's worth. <laughs> yeah, it definitely need to be about ten uh, for a day's worth. <laughs> no, I feel you, Carter. So, yeah, I got home I hate I that. a shower. You know what? Uh, you know who needed some flushable wipes? Who's that? Paul Paul Pierce, eleven what? years ago. Paul he needed Pierce. some flushable. Paul Pierce is a flushable wipe at this point, in, <laughs> he, in my opinion. He, Paul Pierce is a. Flushable you know, they just wipe. didn't want it enough. They didn't want it enough. They didn't want. Okay, so so neither did the Clippers when the Jazz worked them. To seven. set the stage, uh, last night was the eleven-year anniversary. Of a certain Celtics versus Lakers game where the Lakers, I don't know if they were in the lead, but it was a close game at the this time. This is the finals, right? In the finals. It's the only time Celtics would be playing the Lakers in June. Come on, man. Everybody everybody oh. in the multiverse knows this. Didn't, didn't think about, uh, <laughs> what year is it? 
What day? <laughs> um, and uh, and Paul Pierce, I don't know if you guys remember, 11 years ago, 2008, goes down with an injury. Refuses to get up, refuses to put weight on it, has to be carried by two of his guys who, like, they're, like, doing the, like, carrying his legs, arms, everything, keep him from putting any weight. Like, he's not touching the ground. He's wailing. Wailing. Put him in a, in a wheelchair. You're sitting there thinking, not only is he going to miss the series, he might have just ruined his career. Like, this guy's done. He's out. ACL, leg, broken leg, broken ankle, something. He's clearly destroyed his, his body. And, uh, and they show him, like grimacing in pain and everything down the tunnel as he's as he's coming out. They put him in a wheelchair. Put him in a wheelchair. And two minutes of game time later, so 15 minutes, Paul Pierce comes strolling back out the uh, the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Not a limp. Jogging. Yeah, <laughs> jogging. Not like when Willis Reed came back out the tunnel, he was limping. You could tell the dude was still a broken man, but he was going to suck it up. Paul Pierce came out, and it looked like somebody just shot him full of cortisone or something because he had no pain. And, uh, and I, I do the, not remember this at all. Like, see, I'm going to go because, back on YouTube and find oh, this. Dude. This sounds amazing. Because he came, it was yeah. like a WWE entrance where he all of a sudden came back. The whole crowd got energized. They, he scored 13 points in the next 18 minutes, and they and they beat the Lakers, and and the Lakers had no fight after that. Like in the, and they ended up going on to win the series. Right. So I've always hated that moment because everybody knew there's no way he was as injured as a, exactly. you would need a wheelchair. So the story he told at the time is that he thought he heard a pop uh, and just didn't want to risk further injury. Okay. Uh, there's lots of guys who have like blown something out. They still try to hobble off. There's just a certain amount of right. athletic pride yeah. that says, I want... To walk off on my own strength as much as I possibly can. The only people that don't walk off on their own strength are people that actually break an ankle or something. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Which is why everybody thought that's what had happened. That he'd be out for a year at least. But no. Comes right back out. So last night, they're playing the clip showing like, oh yeah, this is the this is the 11-year anniversary of this game when, you know, Paul Pierce, who's one of our commentators, did, you know, did this. And this amazing game. He's like, uh, so I've got a confession. Like, un- Unbidden, bidden. He did not like. He was not pressured into this. Nobody's like. Oh, I heard a rumor. Uh, and no, he's just so. I've I got a confession about that. Uh, I had to go to the bathroom. He had charted his pants. And on then, the court, huh? and then they said he. The reason why they put him in a wheelchair and carried him is because something came out. At which point, uh, Jalen Rose is like, "You were streaking." <laughs> And Chauncey Billups is like, the deuce! <laughs> so apparently, it's not uncommon for basketball players to poop their pants while they're playing. Uh-huh. It's just, it happens, apparently. So, but apparently, it did happen. Now, he he went on Twitter a few hours later and said, just kidding, or whatever. But Come I'm on, sorry. Paul, you're not just he kidding. He looked the camera in the eye without any, I mean, unless he any lost. Any provocation. Unless he lost, like, a multi-million dollar bet. There is no reason for him to say what he said. No. And and listen, Paul Pierce is a crappy commentator. Terrible. Honestly, Terrible. pretty sure any of us could do as good. And I'm not, this is not being facetious. He is terrible. He's terrible. He makes Charles Barkley look like a basket. He looks, make Charles Barkley look like Doris Burke. <laughs> what does he make Mark Jackson look like? 
there's no improving that, Mark Jackson. That's, that's a <laughs> there's Mount actually, Rushmore. There's actually a lower level than Paul Pierce, <laughs> <laughs> his name is Mark Jackson. Say, there's a Mount Rushmore of terrible commentators. Mark Jackson right now. And it's right those now. two. Exactly. Mark Jackson Two faces nothing, of both of them. Right. He's nothing more than like his catchphrases at this point. That's all Mark Jackson is. It's awful. He was fine when he started. It was new and novel. So, so listen, the Lakers lost that game. They lost the series. They should have won, but they didn't. I can't I can't blame it all on Paul Pierce. But it makes me hate the man even more. And as an article I read about it said, we can no longer call Paul Pierce the truth. Because he was definitely lying about definitely one of those lying, things. Yeah. For ten years he was yep. lying. You can't call him the truth was. anymore. I I'm alright if I call him the deuce. <laughs> uh, I think <laughs> that, that would streak. be appropriate. The streak. Yep. yep. Um but uh but to me that's also just kind of a little low. Mm-hmm. Like Okay, if you have to pull a Rodney Hood and run off the court, right? That's I got what I'm you. thinking. Like, why don't you just tell the coach, like, "Hey, I gotta go bathroom." Yeah, you know, what I mean, it's well, weird he and had awkward. Went to bathroom, <laughs> but like, man, just pull yourself out of the game real quick. Like, I gotta go. I'll be right back. It's it, it's happened. Your coach is gonna understand. Yeah, yeah, but no, no. Instead, Paul Pierce used his bowel movements to his own advantage. To stir up the crowd, Willis Reed style, like oh, make man. everybody believe a lie. Paul Pierce is the real villain, hmm. which is why Paul Pierce will never make my favorite small forward of all time uh, in a segment uh, to come down the road on That's this podcast. True. You know, I'm just glad the Jazz literally ended his career. <sighs> Pretty awesome. Preach. Preach. Joe Johnson ended his career. Yep. Greatest jazz man of all time, Joe Johnson. Oh, I heard definitely, we, definitely. I heard we have a third heat check in the house tonight, making this a a, a triple trifecta. Oh yeah, trifecta. Oh yeah, what's that? Uh, I heard something. I heard that's actually an amazing tweet. Mm. Talked about why Christian Bale is the best Batman of all time because he did not need a voice modulator. Yeah. He was such a good actor that he was able to mask his own voice so well. So naturally. Not so like, naturally not like and that well. hack Ben Affleck. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because Affleck will never measure up. Had never. Affleck been told to use a gravelly different voice, he clearly he couldn't. couldn't, couldn't. He couldn't. couldn't. I mean, not in Matt his, Reeves would have had him do it. It's not in his masculine DNA to even do it. Right. He well, he, he doesn't have enough masculine DNA. That's the problem. Point. That's exactly true. He ain't got right. those masculine napkins either. <laughs> <laughs> probably using them too. Um, because never mind. Indeed. I mean, that really sums it up. Some dude had that jack wagon take, and I laughed and said, "Christian Bale, the word like I love those movies, the Dark Knight movies. Christian Bale's a great Batman, but." Easily the worst part about his whole portrayal, and one of the most laughable things not, cinematically. Not laughable. It's laughable, dude. It's it's terrible. What is his his voice? the drugs. What's Rachel? It is. Rachel. It is. Listen, I love it. Whenever I talk in that voice, like I was up in Idaho a couple weeks ago with my nephew, who I only see like once, maybe twice a year, and I was doing a voice like that, and he goes, "You're not Batman." Like that voice now is synonymous with that Also because the Lego movies. Swear to me. Yeah. So I'll be at home wrestling with my kids and I'll be like, where's the girl? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What'd you do? Where's Harvey dead? It, 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 all, it all stemmed from a guy had originally posted, he just a quick little clip 
from Batman vs Superman where Alfred's like testing the mic and he just made the comment of like that was such a great like uh, touch that they added to Batman because it is logical it makes right. sense with like the gadgets and the billionaire type thing and uh, it's nothing technical difficulties sorry but uh, it, it's uh, so this guy was just kind of pointing out that like oh I hope that Matt Reeves keeps that in you know his his new Batman movie and this guy responded with that's terrible that was the worst thing and Christian Bale is such a superior actor and a superior Batman that he could so (laughs) naturally disguise his voice and I just lost it I was like the whole point about Batman is that he's a rich vigilante who can pay for whatever he wants to accomplish whatever he wants to accomplish so if he wants to mask his own voice naturally he's just going to go really gruff like this instead of get some technology that could make my job a lot, a lot easier <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly so it was just such a let me I ask you believe that take. so uh, being on the twitterverse man wb uh DC fans are weird. We're almost bunch. as bad it's, as the SBC. Are a weird bunch, bro. Like <laughs> it's, it's they awful. argue bigger over the dumbest things that just make me eye roll. Like, it is what awful. do you care it's, about gravelly voices for? It's cringy. <laughs> it's, I care about that. I I care about that in particular only because it's a stupid take. Okay. I mean, it, it just is like I don't. So I have a question for you. You said that it's laughable. What is more laughable? The Grovelly voice, uh-huh. or the fact that Clark Kent slash Superman is uh, in disguise with a pair of glasses on his face. They're both pretty bad. <laughs> They're both pretty bad, right? They're both to terrible. be fair, though, not only does he have the pair of glasses on, but he affects a nerdish demeanor. <laughs> so it's but only by glasses. Suddenly, he's a geek. He's a geek. <laughs> geek. And so, in the '30s, when Superman started, it was. No one even wanted to regard you if you were a geek. Right. But if you were a handsome, suave, strong man, then, hey, that's, oh, yeah, that's Superman. But he was so ignored as a geek. So he'd be, like, shunned on the street. We're walking down the street. I see this big old hulking guy in a suit, but he's got glasses on. And you think, nerd. Geek. Nerd alert. Throwing apple. And, like, I walk to the other side of the street. Yep. Yeah. It actually could work in an era where there's not, like, digital media. Because mm-hmm. sure. if you're like, who's taking a picture of Clark Kent, right? So the only people that are around Clark Kent often enough are the people that he works with. Right. And if you continually give give off an ethos of weak, nerdy, incompetent, barely mm-hmm. keep, keeping my job. He also is like kind of sheepish. Too. Yeah. Sheepish. Yeah. Total. The Clark Kent yeah. is yeah, bumbling and kind of. Yeah. And yeah. just you, so you've got a weakness inherent to you. So nobody's even thinking you might be Superman. You take off the glasses, get your hair some wind, you know, wind swept, <laughs> night swept. Stop in um, a phone booth and bada yeah. bing, boom. <laughs> but now everybody would be like, no, I've got like 50 billion pictures of this guy on my phone. That's clearly the same guy. I'm using face matching technology. Dude, I was yeah, exactly. I was snapping up on the roof of my building and I saw you change. Right. <laughs> yep. But fun. but you're right. The DC fandom is Dude, pretty pretty rough. I see it out there, and I'm, I just kind of like I don't even want to comment. This is so dumb. But hey, man, we all got our things. We all yes, got our stuff. Indeed. You want to so, talk some uh, NBA off season before we get into the NBA finals? So this is what's awesome. Going? Yeah, 
It's not off season. We're technically guess, that's in true. season. That's right. But you know what happened? A trade. A trade. It's already trade begun. Alert. Trade alert. It's already begun. The apocalypse is nigh. The uh, the off season is more popular than the in season. Okay. That is true. Here are the trade details. As you already know, Brooklyn is trading Alan Crabb. And the number two seven, is massively overpaid. Massively. That's a good contract to get out from underneath it. But it's going to cost you. What's it going to cost you? It's going to cost them. The number 17 pick in 2019 and a protected first in 2020 to Atlanta for Touring Prince. Who Was he rookie this past year? No, he's like a third, he's, fourth year player. I didn't think he's, he's that old he's yet. He's legit. Did he's the a Jets good draft him? I think that was one where we drafted him for yes, Atlanta because we were intending to trade down. Was that the Rodney Hood uh, year? I think I think we traded how we that's how we ended up getting Neto or something. I don't know. I can't. It's something. I think yeah. we were involved in the trade that I got think him so. to that's Atlanta. What, it just rings a bell for some reason. Or we really wanted him, but we couldn't get up to get him or yeah, something, something like that. Something like that. But yeah, there's some link there. I think to the Jazz and him. Listen, However, the Jazz he's traded to be a decent player. Yeah, he's a three. He's a good three and D kind mm-hmm. of player. Mm-hmm. So, uh, fourteen glorious days. The Taurine Prince era of the Jazz is no longer. So he was with us for fourteen days, and then we traded him. Oh, okay. Um, uh, sorry, the crap is coming up. So twenty twenty one. Some nasty one. Now Taurine Prince there. in the twenty twenty one second round pick. So crab two first round picks for Taurine Prince. And a second round pick. Atlanta now has three first round picks this next draft. Not because of this trade. They already had a couple. So they're, pre- they're pretty uh, stacked right now. Rumor is that the Nets are going to try to get two. Ma- is it max salary? Yep. They have two max slots available? Well, they're making max room for it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have a tweet here from the Woj. It's a Woj bomb. Kyrie is serious about the Nets. And the Nets are serious about beating the Knicks and the rest of the league to the biggest free agents on the market per league sources. Listen, the rest of the league beats the Knicks all the time anyway. Yeah, what's, the, what's the point? Too yeah. big of a feat right there. No. But what would you say in that um, Kyrie's ser- serious about the Nets? And so I would too. Like, if the- there's rumors of him going to New York, I mean, just he if he only wants to go there. Why in the world would you go to the Knicks? I've never understood. The Knicks are a storied franchise with a lot of name recognition. And if you're if you're wanting to get, so think about like right now, Kawhi Leonard. If he wins, uh, if they win the finals, he becomes an immediate cultural icon. The Knicks have won what one NBA finals, and Walt Frazier can do whatever he wants in New York. That's very true. I mean... And they haven't been anything now for 20 years? They got to the finals like that one year in the lockout year uh, and then got handled by the by the Spurs. By Spurs in 99. Yeah. yeah. And so that was... But outside, outside of that, they've been fairly pathetic. Even when they right. had Patrick Ewing, mm-hmm. I mean, they were good, but they were never good. great. Yeah, they were always a contender. Yeah. And, but if you, if you win a championship... Or even just get the Knicks into regular contention, you become a basketball icon in in the biggest city in America, mm-hmm. and that's a that means a lot to some players. I would imagine, like just even the history and the it's the same thing like playing for the Celtics or the Lakers. Like you know, if you can go and be 
the man. That's a big deal. Yeah. Gordon yeah. Hayward. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just look at it, I guess, more objectively and go, you got crappy ownership in, in, the, in the Knicks. You've got nobody there to build around, so I don't know why you'd want to be there in the first place. And I think more players are looking at things objectively than they used to. I would yeah. go to Brooklyn all day. If, if that's where you want to be was in that area, man, go to Brooklyn. If money's money, what are you doing? Go to the Knicks. That's why KD to New York never made any sense to me. I was like, you go there, you're going to waste your career. You're not going to get anywhere in the playoffs. Yeah, go there all you want. That's a dumb move. But Kyrie and KD. Yeah, that's and, something. In Brooklyn. KD Perry? KD yeah. Perry. Yeah. So here's the thing. with Regarding that trade, uh, from a jazz perspective. Yeah, let's bring it local. we Utah boys, bring in local. There was some rumblings about... Basically, Kyrie plus, you know, XYZ player. And D'Lo been hanging with D-Mitch. That's true. So the idea would be Kyrie, from a Nets perspective, Kyrie paired with D'Angelo. Maybe D'Angelo. If they can't get um, a KD, if they can't get a Tobias Harris. So if that happens, that leaves Tobias Harris, one one of his suitors, off the table. So Tyrese. That's, that's good for the Jazz in the Ty, in the uh, Tobias Harris sweepstakes. If they land Kyrie and Tobias, then they they're not D-Lo. paying for D'Lo, so mm-hmm. that's good for the Jazz perspective. Right. If they sign Kyrie and KD, then that's good for the Jazz perspective because now that leaves D'Lo and, or, I or. should say, or yeah. Tobias available. And at that point... And we, uh, to your point, Darren, we know that Donovan and D'Lo are homies, and they've been spending a lot of time together this uh, off season. They've been posting pictures of their little bobbleheads next to each other with little. Hopefully, they hopefully mm, D'Lo hasn't been posting any snaps though hopefully lately. Not, yeah, playing PlayStation together. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the uh, Lakers. Uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, it was with uh, Nick, Nick, Young. Young. Nick Young. Swaggy P. Uh, yeah, there was a bit of a... What happened there? Like, uh, that Sw- Swaggy P was cheating was... on uh, his fiance. Oh, it was Iggy Azalea. Yes, it and was. And D-Lo accidentally snapped him talking about accidentally, it. Accidentally. Like, I accidentally pressed record and then like I accidentally right pressed send. My like phone Draymond up on my knee, like... accidentally took a uh, nude pic and sent it. Yikes. I don't want to know any of that. <laughs> well, now you do. Yeah, it was a couple of years ago. We didn't want to know about your crack either, but now and we now do. Now we know. <laughs> My dirty crack. <laughs> so you want to talk... Um, so anyway... How does this affect the jazz? Yeah, that... Speculate. Well, we just Take did. it to speculation town. I, I think did. Tom just skimmed that combo. <laughs> skimmed the whole thing. I'm saying speculate on how you want it to work out. Which one I prefer of those yes. scenarios. <laughs> to be honest with you, I think that... This is just me. I think that Tobias Harris is a better fit. However, I think my preference would to be to have the backcourt of Donovan and D'Lo. Just because two dynamic scoring guards as your backcourt. With Rudy? With Rudy. But just you just look at the blueprints of a lot of teams right now, and most of the successful ones have a one-two punch at the guard position. Who's got that? Uh, I would say Warriors. I would say Warriors. I yeah, would say but there's a Portland. difference because their guard is like six seven, not 
two like six two guys. Well, honestly, I put Spider up there with uh, Clay on defensive yeah, ability. I was gonna say Clay and I would Steph, still take a six seven CJ Clay over six two Spider. Uh, Spider's six four with a six ten wingspan. Still take him. Get out of my I'm house. I'm just saying, I don't want two midgets Get in my backcourt. I don't care how well they ball. Out of my house. I'd rather take the taller dude. Yeah, but haven't you been pro So, Kimba? Carter. <laughs> no. Oh, you haven't? No, I don't, I want, I don't want Kimba. No. Well, that's what he says now. So, you yeah. don't like D'Lo and, and Donovan together because of size. Right. Yeah, it, to me, it's more like a McCollum-Dame thing. Yeah, they didn't do too much this year. And yeah, they were terrible. Yeah, we can talk about matchups. So, here's my thing. <laughs> or we can talk about D'Lo hitting 39 points a game. Um, my thing is so I that's agree my issue. with you. I'd rather I go like small and large. The better fit <laughs> yeah. is, is Tobias. But my personal preference would just be that backcourt to me would be very, very, very good and very exciting. And Rudy and some of the other... You know, uh, the defense of Royce O'Neal, very underrated. Uh, You know, you've got plug-in Joe Ingles. We've got dudes that would make up for a lot of the the, the guard line being undersized. Yeah, I don't think we'd have to worry about that at all. I would say I'd be stoked if any of them came. Because the Jazz just don't land big-name free agents outside of, like, O'Kerr and Mm -hmm. Boozer years ago. I mean, honestly, so if we got like a D'Lo or a Tobias, that'd be awesome. And there's scenarios D- that make both of them like, uh, yeah. I don't want to say likely, but possible. Like, I'd yeah. love to see like, any we're not rolling come. our eyes about it because right. it actually could happen because there's been interest, right? Allegedly, reportedly, out there from D'Lo both parties. Is no bigger or smaller than Ricky Rubio. We had Rubio and Donovan in the backcourt with the best defense in the league. So the size of D'Lo doesn't really make a difference there because we'll still have the best defense in the league because we've got the best defender in the league at the biggest position of need for defense in the league. So honestly, at this point, it's you just need to get playmaking, shooting, passing. You need to open up the game. And if Rubio is not coming back, D'Lo does that. Tobias Harris does that too. The only problem is if you... If you get Tobias, you've got to have somebody play point. And even if you, I, I don't want to yeah. start uh, Spider and Ricky, or not Ricky, uh, Royce, uh, in the backcourt because mm-hmm. I don't think that gives you enough speed to to counter. I, I just don't think I'd the playmaking is good enough. Yeah, that's what I'd prefer is Royce mm-hmm. at the three with Ingles off the bench. Mm-hmm, right. But you got to get a point guard somewhere. Yeah. And that means you're going to end up with like a Darren Collison type. Or a which, Spencer Dinwiddie. Which that's okay. I'm okay with the Collison. But I don't know. Like Definitely. then you're really hoping that Tobias opens everything up. If you have a point guard who's speedy, can shoot, can pass, you already know everything will open up. Like I'm okay with a, a Collison just like I'd be okay with a Fred Van Vliet because you just need a point guard that is decent. That's if that you have Tobias, can, right? Yeah, if we I just mean, resign Favors and we swap out Rubio for Darren Collison. Right, what I'm saying team. is in the point guard position to bring the ball up and make that initial pass, you just need somebody who's decent and um, who can actually hit a shot to stretch the floor and to re- alleviate that pressure. 
Rubio can't do that. So Van, that's, that's Van why Vliet I said, is Deladova. Dela that's why I said Van Fleet, just because he can hit that outside shot. Like we, it doesn't need to be like a Stockton type of player. It just needs to be a guy who has a consistent shot. No, I'm saying that Van Vliet is about shoot. as good as Deladova. I know what you're saying. That's disrespectful. So I'm not. Gonna it might be disrespectful, it. but it's about so, the same. <laughs> so we don't need a Stockton. We just need like a decent guy who can shoot. I mean, we our system gets Rubio open shots. The yeah, problem he is he hits thirty one percent of them. No, yeah. Rubio gets open shots because he hits thirty one percent of them. And so we just need a guy who can bump that up to like thirty five percent. I don't need you to get ten assists a game. A game. Well, we, our so. true our system doesn't need the ten assists, but you need somebody who's better than a backup level. Van Vliet is a more athletic Raul Neto. I wouldn't want Van Van Vliet like. I, if you got a guy like Van Fleet, you'd have to kind of do a committee type of thing where you'd have to do like him and somebody else getting 25 minutes a game, so to speak. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, but the thing is, you can't name a a successful team that employs that, uh, that type of point guard play. So question, if we were to, let's say hypothetically, we make a, we, we uh, D'Lo signs an offer sheet and it is not matched, and he's now a jazz man. Well, that means we're let we've we've got to let Derek go. So at that point, do you say Derek, we want you back? Let's restructure your contract. Basically, ask him for maybe uh, three years at a smaller per year. Well, we only get D'Lo or Tobias if we renounce the yeah, right. Oh, if, we'd if have we, to. Yeah, we'd have to renounce it. So basically, yeah. I guess. So point still being, would you look to favors and say sign as a free agent? Under a smaller deal, would you? Be, I don't know if the rules would allow that. I know sometimes there's no, they they do. Okay, they can they can, um, yeah, they can let them walk as a free agent and they can resign. Okay, so would you want to see the Jazz attempt to do that unless Derek is disrespected by that, or would you want to see him go grab someone else as our starting power forward or plug Jay Crowder in or something like that? I love Derek Favors, but Derek Favors is going to get an offer of eighteen million dollars yeah, a year from the Lakers. Is. You know, and yeah. that's sure. or the Knicks when the Knicks strike out. I yeah. I said, mark my words, oh, Ricky Derek Rubio Oops. and Derek Favors, one of them or both of them will be signed for massive amounts of money by the Knicks or Lakers if they strike out on their free agents. Or I can see Rubio. Can, can I throw another I uh, team that. in there that might do that? Dallas, the Mavericks, exactly. So I'm with you yep. there. I can see that. Yeah, Favors sure. is going to get paid this year. Yeah, if we I think Kimba's going to Dallas, though, to be honest with you. I think Kimba Walker is either staying in. Didn't he basically say he's staying he in He basically Charlotte? said that, but a lot of people say things. He's either staying in Charlotte or he's signing with the Dallas Words Mavericks. don't have any meaning there. They're just words. Yeah. yeah. I mean, DeAndre Jordan said he was going to sign with the, uh, <laughs> the Mavericks. <laughs> then literally signed with the Mavericks and then literally backed out. That's true. The problem is, is when we lose... Favors, so whoever you get, right? You get Tobias, you get D'Angelo. That's great. Yeah, we got another score. But we're going to have to fill the hole that Favors leaves, which is a mm-hmm. power forward exactly. center mm-hmm. position. So we got to go out there and get one mm-hmm. of those guys somewhere. Well, we've got – I think Jay Crowder does enough. Um, uh, he's He is a serviceable – Starting four, if you're not expecting a ten out of them, yeah. Our some of our yeah. best lineups last year with Jay at the four. I was four. gonna say, yeah, some I'm of okay our best with Jay. Lives, yeah, and then, but, then what you need five, though is you need an Ekpeudo coming back instead of signing overseas, yeah, or something like that on yeah. a backup contract. Or I'm okay with that. You sign Toby and Bobby. 
Yeah, I, I don't know Bobby's stats, but man, I want a guy. He's the ninth best PER ever. We, I want we a guy couldn't just get D'Lo and and Toby though. That's the thing, right. like money wise. But yeah, I want a guy a bit better than Ekbe. He had some okay games, but eh, he's kind of a garbage time minutes guy. Jarebko. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually Jonas. played the other night. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that would be. I don't know. Hey, yeah, don't by know. the way, I'm sure they're out there. Patrick Beverly is a free agent. Yeah, he is. Jazz should try to go out and get Pat Beverly. I don't know how much money he's going to command because he's older. He's older. I don't want Beverly. He's a great defender. You wouldn't take Beverly. He's not a scorer, but he does shoot forty percent from three. That's but he saying. only you takes would've... two a game. Right. Okay, but he hits four. That's. I mean, that's a good sign. Two to three, whatever the. You know, Beverly, Beverly ain't like. coming to Utah first of all. If he likes defense. Yeah. I think he likes not being in Utah. You think probably, so? Probably think so. Think he just hates it here? I think that... It's Utah, it's racist, it's boring, it's filled with Mormons and white people, why would I go there? Yeah, he just seems like the kind of guy that'd prefer to play on a big, uh, bigger market, more important team. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he'll try to go to uh, the Knicks or something. That's okay. <laughs> I like him, I'd take his game here. Sure. Yeah, I don't know, I... It's going to be interesting to see how things go, you know. Just, you know. Oh, you saw him sleep? <laughs> no, I'm leaning back to establish dom- dominance. <laughs> dominance, that's right. Uh, uh, I, can't, I can't hear you, dude. <laughs> so, what I'm saying is... Uh, anything else you want to say on that topic? No, I mean, I I mean, I guess what you... I can't you wait for your preference clear. My, Tobias. Tobias has been my preference forever. Darren, what's yeah. your preference? Out oh, I've been just saying Tobias two. for a while. I'd rather have a... Po- so that's a, your a, preference, not your fit, right? Well, it's for well, me, it's Honestly, I never thought that we'd even have a shot at D'Lo. Yeah. But I didn't want... Until recently. I wanted Toby more than Kemba. Mm-hmm. But the pro... I'm torn because I don't know if there's a serviceable point guard out there that we could get. I feel like we could plug Jay Crowder into the starting lineup with D'Lo and be better off. So I'm going to go, you know what? Mark my words, D'Lo. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude, okay. you've been going Ron Swanson a lot lately and signing your name to things. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I like it. Yeah, mark my words. Absolutely. I like it. That's funny. I don't say things I don't mean. Cool. That's right. So what else is going on? Skim milk is lying. Oh, skim milk water. is lying. It's basically water. Skim milk is? I like 2%. Lying about being milk. Dude, we go full fat, baby. We get that D. It could be 2% too. I'm okay with that. We're Kate, using, we're using some vitamin that. D milk, but yeah. then uh, Costco had a sale on 2%, so we got the 2% right now. I like 2%, but uh, Caitlin gets whole milk. Yeah, that's what we that's, get. That's vitamin that's D, man. That's vitamin D. Vitamin yeah, D milk. Whole milk. That's... And that with like a warm brownie or chocolate chip cookie or something. Look at the calories on, a, on just like a glass. No, it's through that rich. Don't, do don't look at those calories. I don't need to look at calories. No, so bro, you know, I don't care It's incredible. Like It's just a glass of milk and it's it's like 120 calories, I think, for like eight ounces. Oh, yeah. That's legit. Drink <laughs> that's some yeah. Milk that's when pretty, I get home. yeah, like you drink a glass of milk in the morning. That's that's good for your belly. So I worked at Winder uh, Dairy oh, yeah. Farms Ooh, for got a while. Good stuff. Way good. And I was allowed to... So I loaded trucks and stuff and loaded up all the... And that was... I, I weighed the most of my... Which isn't saying much, but still, I I was the big uh, heaviest I'd been uh, when I worked there because I was lifting crates of milk all day and drinking milk my whole shift. <laughs> You're basically a milk commercial. Yeah. Look at this scrawny guy I was, drinking milk, lifting weights. Yeah. Less scrawny. It, it was pretty funny because I legitimately like... Bulked up? Way, well, I, you know. Bulked <laughs> up. Like I said, it's not like saying much, but still Got just as far as up. just like like 
That was pretty funny. I was like, huh, while drinking milk, eating their cookies and donuts, all sorts of stuff. Dude, there's times for, uh, I'll take a glass of milk to work because it's, it's fills your belly, dude. It's good mm-hmm. calories in that sucker. Mm-hmm. Stick yeah. it in a mason jar, and I'll just sit at my desk and drink milk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, listen, I don't mind milk, but the thought of watching somebody drink milk. Bro, that is deep gross. Oh, so good. Why? Watching somebody drink milk is nasty. Really? I've never thought of that in my life. Well, what about Luke will. Skywalker drinking that blue milk? Exactly. What I about when that. he, like, made me the, the, the teat of the thing? The teat? <laughs> and he got it out on that island. Yeah, I I can't watch that. No, it's so uncalled for. Oh, I liked it. Ugh. And I also like the, the scene is like, why? Why the, did you put this in here? And they're serving that in the new uh, Galaxy's Edge at yep. Disneyland. Uh, I want to. I've seen. There's like three different. Three different we talked about flavors. this last week. Man, we I want to go did. there. Can we all three go there? Our wives would be cool with it. They're totally cool with it. Um, yeah. I guarantee our wives would be coming with us. Totally cool. No, I don't want wives. No, it's a hero ball trip. Yeah, it's just us. It's just us. Oh, with all the money we're pulling in from our sponsors? Dude, yeah. are you Speaking kidding? of, we are sponsored tonight by Depends. Do you have to poop your pants in a finals game? It depends on Depends. That's right. Very good. Speaking of the NBA finals, game three of the Raptors and the Warriors, I was wanting to say Celtics for some reason, um, was last night. Raptors look dominant. They won again. Kept the Warriors to 109 points. Third game in a row. Are yeah. the Raptors going to win this thing? Yep. In Raptors, five? Raptors in six. I still say six. Are they going to win in five? They might win in five. They might win, they in, might five. win in five. Wow, really? I, I'm like 50-50 on a game five victory right now. I w- this is the thing. I want them to win in five because I want Jurassic Park to explode. I want them to win... In Toronto on Game 5 so bad. I don't want it to go to a Game 7. I want the infrastructure of Toronto to be so damaged that it leaves a permanent scar on the When they win the series, I I do not want it to be Game 6 back in Oakland. Yeah, but I don't want to go Game 7 either. I don't. That would make me too nervous. No. I want 5 in Toronto, and I just want a 30-point blowout. Yep. But I will tell you this. Over at halftime. I love watching Steph Curry be solo Steph because... I mean, we made the, you made the joke on Twitter about how you know scored forty five points down seventeen. He's a regular <laughs> Devin Booker. Yeah, um, that would hurt my heart. But man, man you can tell the difference fun. between between Steph Curry scoring forty five down seventeen and Devin oh, yeah. Booker scoring forty five because Devin Booker's just looking to score more. Right. Steph Curry is throwing his body around, getting steals. I've never seen Steph Curry play that good of defense. Yeah, he looked all NBA defense he last night. He was engaged, night. man. Yeah. And to watch him play that hard makes you appreciate the greatness honestly I think we've all gotten a little jaded at how great Steph Curry actually is and to watch him not only score the way he did but play as hard as he did with the heart that he had and you knew at any point they could unleash a run and get right back in this because of how great he is just made you appreciate him and I did clarify and I will again. That was definitely more of a, a oh, it was a, a, joke it was a dig at, at, De- Booker. at Devin Booker. It was yeah. definitely a Booker yeah. dig, not a Steph dig. He um, was completely gassed last night. He was running around crazy out there. Did you learn that from Mark Jackson? Gassed? Just that he was tired. Is no. that what Mark Jackson told you? No. With his insightful commentary. Um, he must be tired. One thing I did feel watching the game. He, he is not going to have to practice tomorrow. I'll tell you that. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah. <laughs> one thing, the coach is not going to. He's going to have him do nothing. Steve tomorrow. Kerr is going to have Steph Curry do nothing tomorrow. Um, Thank you, Mark Jackson. Like 
watching the game that the offense was let's have Steph run around like crazy, and if anybody else is open, don't shoot the ball. Wait till Steph runs around like crazy, and then have him take like a uh, an ill-advised shot with a couple seconds left on the shot clock. Either that or Draymond Green will shoot the ball. So I only saw two people on the Warriors team to me that looked, I guess, like brave enough, bold enough to actually take a shot. Mm-hmm. If I felt like all these young players who honestly I don't even know their names I don't even know who these kids are yeah I don't either other than Jarebko, uh coming off the you I'm know like car it, or something like that yeah but all these other Tim McGraw guys something like that. they looked to me like they didn't want to shoot like they didn't want to miss and mm-hmm. blow it screw it up you know mm-hmm. I got to get the ball to Steph mm-hmm. and I'm thinking man Steph and, and and Draymond can't do this like you guys are professional basketball players you're on the team. You're in the league. You made it. Mm-hmm. Shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. This is the moment you earn your next contract. Because he needed help last night, and from everything I saw, it was a two-man game, and you're not going to win like that. I mean, Iggy was Iggy was playing I. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Bogut, man, Bogut, Bogut. What did he do? I think the he scored some points. <laughs> oh, I saw an awesome tweet. I think you retweeted it. Uh, Jeremy Lin has now played more finals minutes than Chris Paul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, burn three. Yeah. Did he get yeah. garbage he was time, garbage night? time yeah. last night? Yeah. I think that the, the Warriors have scored 109 points in all three games. Because yeah. I saw a tweet, someone said, yeah. so the Raptors just have to score 110 points for They'll keep games. winning, yeah. Um, Boogie looks... Trash. Trash. He's out of shape. He's got no elevate. He's never been able to jump. But it's even worse now. Yeah, he's trying to do like reverse layups and getting blocked by Basco- by uh, Gasol, who's like flat-footed at the yeah, time. Well, Gasol's still really good, though. Yeah, I'm not saying anything about Gasol. I'm just saying he didn't have to jump. Okay, like Boogie's did you guys? Not did you guys shape. see Serge and Danny Green chasing down blocks yeah. like nothing else last night? Do they want it? That was, I mean, that was LeBron-style epic. I don't know what Paul Pierce is watching, but they want it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Yeah. That's. <laughs> How do you say they I don't, love Paul, that Paul Pierce is Paul, like, that's such a dumb they won sentence. game one and they're like oh they just didn't want it enough by losing in the last second to a, to yeah, a, exactly. a three they literally like a well. miracle Iggy three like, yeah you know what I mean like, off of a botched play where they almost lost the ball because Toronto played great defense exactly, until that moment yeah. and so Steph Curry had to travel to get the ball to him that's the problem with, with that phrase and that's why it bothers me because you're you're bringing into question like their desire right Okay, well, you can only do that if they lost by like thirty or fifty. Yeah, they lost a competitive game. Right? Well, it's exactly of course they like wanted it. I They're said, right there. It's it's exactly like I said. Paul Pierce must have not wanted it when he when he pooped the his Clippers pants. lost game seven to a Joe Johnson. Listen, well, you know that was the game. Guys one, still, that you know want it control it their sphincter. Game. That's true. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, any thoughts on the game? You think I, it's still going? I still say six. Our guesses were six. Darren yeah. had seven. Raptors in seven. Well, yeah. I want to see five though. I so see, at this point, I want to see five. I'd love to see that too. The Raptors could be up three zero right now. I'd love to see that, and then I'd love to see them sign Kawhi Leonard and everything they did. The tough decisions they made paid off. In multiple ways, they kept the guy that they gambled for, yeah. and they yep. won a stinking championship. So we got like, if anything, it's probably worth it for them because they made their first finals ever as a franchise. Yeah, that's pretty that's awesome. What I think too. That's pretty awesome. So, so yeah. if if they did like if that pays off, imagine we're Toronto, 
the, the Utah Jazz decides we're going to trade Rudy for Kawhi. And they win it all. Trading Rudy for Kawhi. Is it worth it? If they win it all, I say it is. Because then you're also... The, the gamble also then becomes we've got a good shot to sign him long term. And right. I think that's what Toronto's looking at is not yeah, only but they did, did it, we, they did it knowing this is one year, we've got one shot. Hopefully it turns into more. Well, that's we're what playing I'm saying. For one right they, now. They, they played for one with the hope that, and I think Utah would do the same. And I think even if you make the finals, make uh, win a championship and he leaves, it still was probably worth it trading a DeMar DeRozan who really is a franchise great for them. So right, yeah. So let's say let's say New Orleans calls up, says, "Listen, Donovan for uh, AD." I say no, because Anthony Davis has never won anything. He's also never played with anybody as good as Rudy Gobert. That's true. With AD I'll, though, I'll give you that. I think I would probably say no just because of his injuries. Honestly, yeah. I feel like Kawhi came off of a season where he played nine games. The blown quad and nobody knew how bad it was. Yeah, nobody knew how bad it was. With with AD to me, his injuries. He's, I'm always he's so mad because the Spurs misdiagnosed him, and he was like, "No, I'm telling you, something's wrong." And they're like, "No, it's not. Go play." Right. And yeah, but that also doesn't sound like the Spurs doctors. No, I it mean, when have they ever yeah. done that? Yeah, I'm They've not always sure story. They. It's a weird situation. It's a weird. But, but that's what I'm saying is. Masai Ujiri, the GM for the Toronto Raptors, had some stones mm-hmm. to pull that yeah. off. And part of it's because they're in the East. LeBron just left. They knew that LeBron had left. Their, their chance. And so they knew, we get this guy, and he, if he can do what he did you know, a year ago, that puts us at the top. That at least gets us conference finals. Mm-hmm. But then Giannis blows up. The Celtics were supposed to be amazing. Yep. Or Philadelphia loaded up in the middle of the season. Right, there was no guarantee, and now here they are, two wins away from a, from the first championship, and they traded a guy that would have been a statue guy for them, Absolutely. Demar Derozan. Sure. Yeah, and so it's like going back twenty years, saying, "Would you have traded Carl Malone for for the Admiral?" Wow, Woo. I take the Admiral though. I like the Admiral. I wouldn't over Carmel on. I mean, if it, but if if you knew that it was going to get you a ship, yeah, if it be if it's give me a ship, I'd do it. Right? That's hard. Yeah, it's that's hard, hard it's because hard. that for me, I'm like the Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Utah Jazz. Honestly, one of my all time favorite teams yeah. at this point I'm because of how very, much they enjoy playing. Yeah, together. I'm emotionally invested with exactly. the group already. Well, and yeah. also they're hard. very, 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 very good. Right. Sure. I mean, that but so was Demar and, and Kyle Lowry. Know, yeah, they were good. They were a, they get... were a 55, 60 win team in the East every single year. I knew it. And not only that, he he also fired the he coach fired of the year. Casey. So let's say they get rid of Quinn and trade Rudy for some for for LBJ or something like that. He knew that they Lyndon had, B. Johnson's going to be tough. <laughs> he knew that they had reached their apex, and we either got to change or we're just going to be right back here next right. year. He knew that. Yep. So let's say three years from now, we know this is who we've got. This is who we are. We are a fifty-five win team in the Western Conference. Quinn Snyder can only get us so far. Rudy Gobert or or Donovan, whoever is stalled out, can only get us so far. We got to make a change. Let's trade them at the top of their value. You know, I'm not saying we have to like it or, or pitch that around. All I'm saying is, Masai got balls yeah. to For do what sure. he did, and For it sure. paid off. Mm-hmm. 
I think that putting it in that perspective, it makes more sense. Because it's not like right. Because the thing with Rudy and they Donovan is they're just twenty-three year old player. So yeah, we don't yeah. know if. But yeah, Kawhi's twenty-seven, and yeah. Demar's what twenty-nine. He's older. Yeah, and Lowry's thirty-two, right? Yeah, he's he's older. Thirty-three. He's, he's, he's thirteen older. years 33. in the league. Yeah, now. he's older. So he's been, he's been on. So teams. like, I guess the difference is just that what you just pointed out, where like yeah. Donovan and Rudy, they're just starting, so they might they might be. The pieces that take us there, yeah. But maybe, we don't, hopefully. you know, yeah, and we hope they are. But whereas, like you said, if it's three, four, five years down the road, and it just is what it is, then yeah, at that point, you're going okay. Donovan would, might be an all multiple time all star, etc. I will say though, if we keep Rudy and Donovan for 13, 14 years apiece, you know, they retire with the Jazz, or maybe they just go searching for a ring at the end of their contracts like Malone did or something like that. But they they spend, they get all their stats here in Utah. And we never win a championship. There's part of me as a fan that says, I'm okay with that. I would That's probably rather, how some Toronto fans felt about yeah, Rosen. I, there's part of me that says, you know what? Yeah, winning a championship is why you play the game. But as a fan, I like to watch a team that is loyal to each other and, and the team is loyal to them. Yeah. And not this, uh, you know, just free agents all the time moving around, no like nothing to stand on other than the yeah. name of the team. There's part of me that says that's valuable. I like that, and maybe that's more valuable than a championship to me in some and ways. You know, that reminds me of is with the the playoff game the three of us went to and how fun that was. Oh yeah, how much we loved watching that team in that moment together, and we all knew if you. Talk to us in an honest moment. We all knew that team wasn't winning a championship. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And yet that didn't matter because the are you of, not entertained game? Exactly. And so I think that just proves your point that, of course, we know what they're playing for. We know what we want as fans yep. to say our team is the the best of the best. You know, holding up the the trophy. However, there's something to be said about you know Stockton, Malone, and Hornacek together. But it, you know what I'm saying? That kind of thing. That game, though, cemented my love for Ricky Rubio. And that sure. was his first year with the Jazz. Yeah. True. So if we got somebody who came in with that much heart, that much effort, and gave it his all, I mean, he could play nine games for us and win the championship, and I'm going to be, be okay lifting that. that guy on my shoulders. So I guess maybe that goes and proves the, uh, the Toronto point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Does uh, Kawhi have a player option this year? Can he opt out? No, no, he's, he's, he's straight up unrestricted. Unrestricted. It's all on him. His contract it's is like over. Contract's done. No options on either side. Okay. So mm-hmm. he's going to have to literally re-sign. You and think he'll re-sign? I think after... a lot of people are thinking one and one for yeah. him in Toronto. That's what I'm thinking too. That's he'll kind give of them like a shot because of the risk they took and where they've gotten. Oh, well, and, I and the joy of playing for that team. Oh well, yeah, you just he looks city. like he really likes it. Yeah, I mean, uh, have you seen? Uh, have you seen how stoic he looks? He looks like he's having a blast. <laughs> Well, you know what? Did you see his reaction when he hit that shot to beat Philly? Oh, yeah. Was, he yeah. likes I mean, being on that team. Yeah, no, it was... And also, like he, just bought, shot. he just bought a house in Toronto. Yes, he did. So. Um, he doesn't like hanging with Drake on his $200 million free jokes. Wow. That's crazy. I think that's what I'll do, too, is a one-on-one. Because I don't think Toronto has a, a big window. but This might be their window. only window. That's, that was my thought, too. But I mean, I don't even know if they can bring back Gasol. With their with even, their roster, that's what I was just checking. Like, They've already tried to. Ibaka is on him. the on the. So downhill. Gasol is uh, next year 
his cap figure is twenty five million dollars. But I'm not. I'm not it sure. might be. I don't know if that's a team or a player option. Right. I feel like it's Lowry's getting thirty four. Ibaka's at twenty three. So they are. They got to be over. Well, that those might be cap. holds. Are those actual salary numbers or are those salary cap holds? I think they're salary cap holds, which means that they would be unrestricted. I don't think Lowry's right. unrestricted. He's not. His his is there. His is yeah. and Serge are there. Yeah, they'd have to renounce their rights. But the other part of it is right. Siakam is gonna is is a baller, and he's and only making get, two mil. And you yeah. get Kawhi and Siakam together with some role players mm-hmm. and like a decent point guard like Lowry, mm-hmm. that can make some noise for a few years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wonder if, if, if Kawhi does do a one-on-one type of thing, it's also kind of a show-me. You know, he's saying yeah. he's saying that to Toronto, saying, you know, who else are you going to put around me when these other guys aren't who they are this year? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So. I mean, it'd be cool if he went back because the East is, is wide open, at least now, right? We'll see what happens with Brooklyn and in the Knicks and whatnot. But it's open, and I don't think the Celtics are going to improve. Um so you're in Philly could get worse. So you're looking at Milwaukee as your only competition. Yeah. Well, only serious competition. I mean, maybe the Pacers, but you're better than the Pacers yeah. in seven games. Even if Philly comes back as they are, that team, as long as Ben Simmons is their point guard, will be exposed in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. And they will not go far. I think Philly would probably be better if they got rid of Ben mm-hmm. and they kept Tobias and Butler. They really should. Just because mentally, they'd be a, a better team. They could go get a lot for Ben Simmons, too, because yeah. there's some team out there that Yeah, I'll tell you them. what. Philadelphia will only ever be as good as Joel Embiid's knees and back. Word. And that's true, too. Yep. True, too. True, too. Too true. Which means they could be amazing, or they could be... If he misses crap. 30 games because of back spasms or whatever. During Ooh. the regular season, if they kept Ben Simmons and one of those other two guys, they will have enough firepower to keep him going. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, they're not gonna be they're not gonna be great. You know, but who will be is Brooklyn. And yeah. Oh, really quick before oh. we wrap this thing up, supposedly Mr. Blake Griffin is available. Oh yeah. Would you trade for him? Who they said, do I get to rewrite said, his contract? They said, give me, give me Derek <laughs> Favors and Dante Exum. Yeah. Uh, You're making this too easy, D. <laughs> An expiring contract and a dude who never plays for a guy who's going to make forty plus million dollars, fifty, maybe even fifty Shut million dollars in three, three or four years, four years. This is a five year deal. It's a five year deal. So in four years, he'll be making fifty plus million dollars. He got that supermax, huh? With Busted knees when he's 34 and is clearly going to be on the down downhill of his of his career. And at that point, you're probably paying Rudy a supermax mm-hmm. at his age, which means he's going to be making mid 30s. And Donovan will be in the in his first extension. Okay, no, <laughs> I wasn't thinking contract at all. I was just thinking he he had a renaissance year last year. If you're getting Blake Griffin for the next two years. I don't care what the cost is. I'd take him. Yeah, I'd take him. But I, I huh. Yeah, but with four years. Four years? Left, no. But then you got to think well, what if those two years are. What if Here's KD leaves? If KD leaves, DeMarcus leaves, so the Golden State Warriors are beatable. Maybe not like, you know, broken, but they're beatable. Nobody else is dominant because the Rockets are beatable. 
What if Blake is the guy? You're like, this guy gets us over. Even in Detroit, Blake Griffin was injured in the playoffs. He's he, but then he came in and year. scored thirty four with a triple double. I know he did, but he still missed. Like I'm just saying, he year after year after year after year. Okay, here we go. Is what if we completely strike out in free agency? Yeah, and then you're which forced is to likely. That's what Vegas says. Trade. That's what's going to happen. What if we completely strike out? We don't get a single one of these guys. Would you that we're rather about. have? Would you rather? Would you rather Mike Conley? Who's got two years, thirty plus million, or Blake Griffin? Mike Conley for sure. Uh, yeah, because Conley. it makes us competitive for the next two years, but we're not strapped in for yeah. four or five years. Yeah, I you mean, got twenty four months just, of being strapped, and then you're, I think you're I clean. I've we've talked on the thread many times. I personally think Mike Conley makes us very com- competitive. I think he makes mm-hmm. us a very very good team. A conversation we should have on the pod is: Do you pay Rudy? A Supermax contract. We had that conversation last week on the pod. Did we? I think yeah. we did. Two, two weeks ago. Two, two weeks, weeks ago? ago. Okay. I know we've had it on the text thread. I yeah, remember. no, we had it on the on the pod. Okay. Yeah, we talked. We, we, we talked. If, if, he can, if he can get out to 32 to 35% three-pointers, then absolutely he's Ooh. worth it. Yeah. That's a tough call. Gosh, that's tough. Dave Locke doesn't want him taking any shot outside of five feet. Well, then he ain't going to Supermax. Because he values offensive rebounds, I think. Yeah. Um, and I get that. Yeah. And, well, and he says that, yeah, he Rudy needs to stick with what he's good at, with which is rolling. Yeah, rolling but in. yeah, but he some wasn't good are, at rolling three years ago. He didn't stick with that. Exactly. And some teams are really good at defending the roll. Yeah. So, I mean, they're really good at neutralizing and if can, Rudy. If they, you can roll and pick and pop. Clint Capella. Yeah. Dominates. Yeah. yeah. Taller uh, centers like a Tyson Chandler, the more experienced guys who know. Brooke Lopez exactly. dominated in the conference finals yep. as a guy who can pick and pop. Right. Yeah. Very true. And you add a pick and pop and a roll guy with the yeah. defense he brings. I and get what Locke is saying, but to me, it's kind of dumb. It's like. Also, it minimizes injury risk. And yeah. if Keep, you're paying him that him much in the paint minimizes. No, no, no. Getting him like no. giving him options where maybe like five plays a game he's not rolling but he's popping. Oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. N- that helps reduce the risk of of injuries on some of those rolls. Yeah. Crazy times. Speaking of rolls, we had some fantastic homemade rolls courtesy of Andrea Jones, yep. sponsored by the Jones household. Yep. We also had some excellent bourbon. Hope you enjoyed the sippage mm. and the coffage because Tom can't handle his liquor. I can't. Nope. <laughs> uh, it was good though. I've recovered. I've recovered. Should have had some of this good old fashioned water. I got I got some water right here. Actually, it's pretty good. Water sucks. <laughs> well, until next time, hit us up on Twitter at the Hero Ball Pod. We'd love to hear your thoughts, your opinions. Uh, your favorite family recipes, and what you bring to the bathroom. Uh, Subscribe to us on iTunes, and until next time, keep Keep chucking. chucking.